you are in the perfect place at the divine time to be touched by a horse. Here's your hosts, Melissa Pierce and Dane Cheek. Well, hi, everybody. It's Melissa, and thanks for joining us back on the Touched by Horse podcast. Today, Dane is off doing something else in his world, and I'm here with a good friend of mine and a certified practitioner out of our equine gestalt training program, Vani Kalish. Vani, thanks for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me, Melissa. It's wonderful to be here with you. You bet. Well, I want people to know the beautiful part of the world you live in is Vancouver, Washington. Am I correct? Yes. It is a just part of the world. Green, pretty, and wow, just so nice. If our listeners have not been there, you want to go there, not only to see Vani, but check it out. It's really pretty. And the closest airport to you is which one? Portland? Portland, Oregon. Okay. So it's just across the river from me, and it's about a 10-minute drive from my oh, place. Easy. Easy for people yeah. to fly into Portland, drive out to see you. That's perfect. So your business name, if they like what you say today, is VonnieKalish.com, V-O-N-I-E-K-A-L-I-C-H.com. And I'm just really happy we get a chance to have this chat. Thank you. Me too. Yeah, for sure. So you do a lot of different things, but I'm going to ask a few questions that I seem to be asking most of our folks when I interview them. Did you have horses when you were a child? I only had the plastic kind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had all those plastic horses and I asked my mother for a horse when I was very young, about second grade, and I never got to have my own horse while I was a young child or even a young adult. I got my first horse when I was 45 years old. Wow. Good for you. That's awesome though. So you knew you wanted it from the time you were four or five years old and you got your first when you were 45 years old. I did. Yes. That's <laughs> That's great. His yeah. name was Royal. Mm-hmm. Royal, yeah. And I think that that is pretty ambitious because they're big animals, they're athletes, there's a lot to learn. And so was there any like uh, trepidation on your part of, can I do this? Can I do this midlife, bring this animal into my life? Yes. As a matter of fact, I had two kids in high school and I was in college at the time when I made the decision to purchase a horse, I'm like, for heaven's sakes, what am I thinking? I'm go- I work full time. I have kids in school and I have <laughs> so much going on, but I put forth the effort and that horse and I partnered very well with each other. And I'm surprised that, that I didn't kill myself numerous times. <laughs> he really, yeah, he really made yeah. himself an advanced yeah. uh, rider and owner. And I wasn't, but he was patient with me and we survived each other and we were a great team. Yeah. If they'll be patient with us, they can teach us a lot, you know, and, and that's a big part of it. And that speaks to his personality that he was able to go, all right, I know you don't know a whole lot, but we're going to start from the beginning and work on this to good. So how long ago did Royal go to the other side of the veil? Um, he passed away 10 years ago, actually. Before he passed away, I purchased another horse named Cody, uh-huh. who who is uh, was the foster horse for one of our other herd mates, uh, Lauren Mon. Yeah, yeah, she was fostering him, and I found him on the internet and went and looked at him, and he's your. Partner. I guess yeah, he's my partner. He was the I was the only one apparently that he would give the time of day to wow. when people came out to look at him. 
And look at the beautiful work he's doing with you because I see pictures online and you send me texts or pictures once in a while of, of wonderful things the two of you are doing. And he's very engaged. I mean, he's not, he's not a bystander to the whole process. He's very engaged with you. He is very engaged. Yeah. He really likes our clients. Yeah, he does. That's great. Yeah. Well, I always ask also, and I, I don't remember the story. I think that I know it, but I'm not sure. How did you find out about T-Bot and EGC and make that decision to come into the program? Well, I had moved from Washington State to Colorado, and it happened to be that Lauren had moved from Washington State to New Mexico. And she kept traveling up to Colorado for some events, and she stopped by my place one day, and we just started having a conversation. Like, what keeps you coming up here all the time? And she told me what she was doing, and I'm like, wow, do you think I could do that? <laughs> and she goes, oh my gosh, I think you'd be so amazing at it. And then she introduced me to you at the pottery shop that I met you at. That's the memory I had was I had taken some people to the pottery place where I was painting pottery after my daughter died. And I brought this big group and I thought that you joined us that night. I met you that night, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And you, you picked me as a... <laughs> perfectionist that day. <laughs> you did my typology right then and there. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, I know you've been an awesome student. I've always enjoyed when you were in the program and then you got yourself certified and you went right to work. And I think that there's two or three things we want to talk about this morning, but when it comes to you and Cody, the work that happens out in the barn that we call equine gestalt work the primary focus of that with clients these days is what? Where have you found your your heart has led you? Well, we started out with, you know, wanting to work with women in heart disease, but never had any heart disease clients show up. Then a lot of emotions of the heart came around. And now I get mostly trauma, grief, and very much life transitions of people that are coming out to see us. So... Like what kind of, give a few examples for our listeners when you say life transitions, we go through so many, but what do you see in your barn with clients that you're able to assist them with? Well, the most recent client is in transition for a career change. She's in her 50s, having a lot of fear around being older and changing careers and moving into a new company, wondering if they're going to like her, is she going to be, you know, accepted and what would be the process that she might go through if they didn't like her? And so there was a lot of fear there. So we worked through that fear and she informed me the next day because I reached out and asked her how she's doing. She said, I slept beautiful last night. So thank you, Bonnie. <laughs> Good. It is magical work. And then yeah. transitions could be post-divorce or in the middle of a divorce. That mm -hmm. thing could be yeah. uh, empty nest syndromes kind of stuff, which I'm not sure it's a syndrome. I think it's just a fact of life. That's a chapter that yeah. hits us hard. You know, it's a different yeah. change and can be held in sorrow and sadness and loss, or it can be repurposed, redirected into, wow, this time's now for me going forward. You know, that kind yeah. of one of my clients during the pandemic, when their company shut down and she managed almost like a hundred people, all of a sudden she had no I's to dot and T's to cross. And she just, in her own words, she just went batshit crazy. And so we spent a lot of time over the phone coaching. And then when finally we were able to see each other in person, she came out to the barn and we've had some really amazing coaching sessions out there. One of them I call dissolving the goo. I actually wrote a blog post around that and it appeared in Northwest Horse Horse magazine 
and the goo is in her solar plexus. And I studied, studied Eden, a level one Eden energy medicine. And so I practiced a little bit of that on her that day. When I put her in the round pen, Cody checked in on her, scanned her, walked away, got on the ground and rolled and rolled and rolled. And he's never done that with a client before. He got up, shook himself off and came over to her and stuck his nose right in her solar plexus and stood there for a very long time. Then he bowed his head down to her feet and stood there for a really long time. Then he walked around and gave her a hug and stood there. And then he went behind her and stuck his head on her back and stood there for a really long time. And then he, tears just rolling down her face the entire time this is going on, right? And then he just walked away and started shaking his whole body and said, I'm done. She's never had the goo come back either. What it is, is cross-species validation. You know, it means that this beautiful four-legged horse can sense that that's where you're upset is in your solar plexus. This is what's mm -hmm. not working. And let me tell you, this is how I feel it myself. And there's all the rolling, you know, just all the things that he did. And there's yeah. something about being validated by a 1200 pound animal that we don't forget. It sure father is. Tell you, your friends can tell you, but you let yeah. Cody tell you, you know, for sure, you know, what's yeah. happening there. Touched by a Horse offers three comprehensive programs giving you the ability to have the career you've always dreamed about, working in partnership with the magic of horses. Our Equine Facilitator Program provides you with the skills to build a thriving business hosting group experiences with horses. Our Equine Gestaltist Program prepares you to open your own private gestalt practice in partnership with horses. And our Master Equine Gestaltist Program builds your gestalt skills both in and outside the round pen. All of our programs include in-depth live classes, business growth training, and a supportive community of herd members to collaborate with and learn from. Visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com to learn more about which program is right for you and your healing herd. Now, I know that in the program that I teach a methodology around grief, and none of us are attempting to attract clients, uh, you know, that have grief, right? But me, I find that almost every client that I come across has grief of some kind, whether it's a physical loss of a being or a human or a dog, whatever it might be all the way to a loss of a career that they thought they were going to hold for so long, moving from a home you've lived in a really long time. I mean, grief is a, a universal experience, right? So I know you mentioned that one of the things that you really listen for and work with clients on. So has that become, you know, it's like we're a magnet, right? So if you become a magnet a little bit for people who have grief mm -hmm. in life to come to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have. Yeah. One of my clients was a uh, rape victim. And when she went into the pen with Cody, as they were connecting and walking along, all of a sudden he started nipping at her a lot. And I asked her, I said, tell me about your boundaries. She didn't have any. And at that moment, it was a real eye-opening experience for her around her boundaries and the grief that she was carrying as well. We worked on that. There's nothing, uh, I can't think of an instance in which a woman learns that she doesn't have boundaries than being overpowered 
by someone who takes their body against their will. And it takes a long time for the person to build back. I have a right to my emotions around this. I have a right to my boundaries. I can express my boundaries and still let people who are caring in. I mean, there's stages and stages and stages that they go through in this. And our methodology, the equine gestalt method is efficient. It's quick, it's effective. And I'm, I'm sure you've had clients say to you, I've been in therapy, you know, 10 years, and then I come do this and I feel this good. What, <laughs> what's happening? I've had that happen on more than one occasion where somebody has said that to me, uh, phone clients and equine clients. And the reason for it, because I am a psychotherapist and so I'm in no way dissing psychotherapy, please don't write me, you know, hate mail on that. I think there's a time, a place and a purpose for the excellent work that psychotherapists do in our country. To me, it gives the client tools. It gives them an intellectual understanding of what happened to them and a, an ability to process, you know, what's gone on and what's happened and some practical tools for moving forward. The difference between that and coming or adding in, you might be seeing a therapist, you add in a couple of EGC sessions, say with Vani, and then you go back to your therapist, you move forward a great deal because you're closing up what you've held in your body at a cellular level, what you're not aware of that you're holding. Uh, you may you may remember the incident and why you're holding something and you may not. You might just know I feel really triggered sometimes or I feel agitated and I can't figure out why or I have sadness that I can't associate to anything. And this work isolates the present trigger right down to the past work and, and in a session or two gets you well down the road of leaving the emotions around it and the feelings around it and the garbage in your cells around it in the arena sand. You still remember what happened. It's not hypnotism, right? You still remember what happened. But when you think back to the time when your dad slapped your face in front of the family and humiliated you, or your brother did something, you should, you know, whatever it was, your trauma, when you think back to it, you remember the incident, but there's no charge. There's no emotional charge to it at all. And that's a huge gift, allows people to sleep through the night, like Bonnie said her clients started doing, and function in, in a lot healthier way. And it's not come see me every week for you know a year or two, it's quick. And then those people turn around usually and refer their friends because they say this worked. It's a little bit like surgery, I suppose, but not as painful. <laughs> so, Vani, I know a lifelong passion of yours has been health and wellness and fitness in particular. And I think you're offering an online program. Can you tell me a little bit more about your online program? Yeah, certainly. When the pandemic hit, I had to figure out how I was going to pivot. So I created a program. Uh, I did a beta test with a group of six people and I, we called it One Size Fits None. And I just started throwing of everything I could think of at them that would help them through the process of creating health for themselves and well-being and how they could keep exercising through the pandemic. Well, then it turned into a full-on 12-week program that I now offer to people and I've had a lot of success with it and it's been so much fun because not everybody's going to have the same diet. Not everybody's going to have the same exercise program. Not everybody's going to need the same level of assistance or things that I can offer them to get through the program. Somebody might come in that they really just want to lose 10 pounds, get healthier. And then I've had other people that have come in wanting to lose well over 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. 
one of my clients has done this program with me four times <laughs> and he's in his fourth time. He's lost over 60 pounds and he's pulled himself out of a toxic relationship. He went from barely being able to run uh, or walk a half a mile to now he's running. He's mm -hmm. already registered, registered himself for the Portland marathon this year. And he's been asked to join a hood to coast team. So nice. he's You're quite happy. <laughs> You're inspiring people and yes. it doesn't matter. It takes him, you know, four 12 week sessions. That's okay. He's getting the kind of health that it won't fly mm -hmm. back on his body too. Yep. He's building those, those patterns and those healthy ways yeah. to do that. So, and, and that's why he chose to do the program more than once because he really wanted to solidify it for himself. Right. And some people come in, they do it once. I've had people do it twice. Yeah. And he just happened to be doing it for the goal yeah. eventually is to add an equine uh, health and wellness retreat with it. That's exactly. a beautiful place where people can come after they've done all that work for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And let, let the horses really do their magic with them as well. I I've yes. always thought that, um, you know, how people go to a Zumba class or they attend something that if you had four or five horses, you could invite people out on Wednesday nights to exercise alongside the horse, not riding, but walking, because I walk alongside a horse happily. Walking on my own, not so much, but walking alongside a horse very happily or jogging alongside a horse or bending and stretching, grooming and all that kind of stuff. So I love that you're doing this. And we, once you do your equine retreat around this topic, I bet they're going to tell you the same thing. Like, I'd like to go jogging with a horse every morning. That'd be fun. <laughs> Especially on a beach, you know, a sunny beach somewhere in the water. <laughs> that would be ideal. Absolutely. So most of the clients that you see, you have your online program and most of your clients that you see in person with Cody, your horse, are one on what we call a one on one, one person private with you, whatever you create that sacred space and whatever you and Cody discuss with that client stays there and and uh, and is very confidential. So one of the things that I always encourage people to do is to me, it's less important that Vani is geographically close to you than it is that Vani represents something that you would like to experience. So if you've heard Vani in this brief interview and you think, I like what she says, I like how she says things, go to vonikalish.com on her website, reach out to her, make a contact. But I always ask our practitioners to figure out for people, for instance, let's say you live in Texas and you think I have struggled with my health and fitness for a long time. I have a lot of grief around it. I have some trauma behind it. I can't go every week up to see Vani. What you do is you fly one time to the beautiful Portland airport and you stay in a hotel very close to Vani's farm. And then you see her as an example, you fly in on a Thursday morning, you see her Thursday afternoon, you meet Cody and start your work. Friday, you do two or three sessions with her. Saturday's a wrap up and you fly home Saturday afternoon. So that is efficient. It's an investment in yourself, but it's efficient. And it brings you to a different place sometimes than seeing somebody where you can drive there and drive back home. Because when you drive back home, even though your practitioner will say, please journal on this, please don't talk about your session with anybody for a while, let it sink in, let it integrate. When you go home and the dog's barfed on the rug, you're back in your reality. So I always love it when people do immersion equine gestalt coaching. 
go meet Vani on her home turf, meet Cody, and really surrender to the process of two or three sessions right there inside of a couple of days. It makes a huge difference. People's lives literally change. They fly away quite different, quite transformed. So that's something you welcome to, welcome them to do. You said you have clients that are doing that and you welcome them yeah. to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, the most recent one came from Idaho. Yep, she flew and I actually picked her up from the airport. So yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah. Nice. Well, and it's you happen to be lucky that you live in a destination location. You live in a gorgeous part of the world. So, you know, it's it's a little tougher if you have to have somebody come to some part of the world that's not so nice, you know. You live in a great place. They can go up, eat a good meal in, in Portland and, and enjoy their time there on the front end and the back end of what they do with you. Now, right before we started this podcast, you mentioned a couple of things that you're going to be doing. And I, I didn't ask you questions about it because I wanted to wait to hear what you said now. You're going to teach a class on vision board on the eight pillars of self-care. Mm-hmm. So a little bit about that. Well, I love to blog post. And so I'm sending out emails regularly to my newsletter list. And then when I have the time, they get uploaded to my website. And I wrote this series around the eight pillars of self-care because I believe self-care is really important and it's a whole lot more than just a mani-pedi. There's financial self-care and environmental self-care, personal self-care. Anyway, the list goes on and on. And so I had a great experience with my Look Back, Look Forward vision boarding workshop this January. And I had everybody there asking me, please do another one of these. And I said, well, tell you what, I'll do one around the eight pillars of self-care and we'll do it in March. I'll talk about the eight pillars of self-care and then we'll go through our vision boarding, looking at them and how can we incorporate all eight of those into our lives. Or if there's one in particular that you're really struggling with, Maybe that's the one that your board's going to be about. Yeah, nice. So, and yeah. they end up with a touchstone vision board that they can hang and go, I remember what we talked about with that, or I remember what, I, what I'm what i doing with that. So I, I love yeah. the concept for sure. And that's an online class. So anyone... So that one that one will be in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. It's in person. Okay. Yeah, right. that one will be in person at the barn. Well, I'm going to say to our listeners, if Vani does not know I'm going to say this, if you were hoping that was online... <laughs> right to Bonnie and <laughs> online, please, because that's how those things get birthed. And, you know, if she has a few people that want to do it online, then that's great. And she'll find a way to do that on Zoom. It's amazing what we can get done on Zoom. So if you're very much so you felt disappointed it was in person, then please reach out <laughs> and see if you can get it done. That I'd way. be happy to do an online version yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, Vani, I always enjoy being in your energy and and having you in my world. And I thank you for all the good work that you're doing. I know your your clients are happy. I see the testimonials that they give you and the beautiful photos that you take and all of that. So I know they're very blessed to have you in their world. And I hope that someone listening to this podcast will say, I finally ready. I'm ready to reach out and I'm ready to connect with a person who can truly hear me and see me and walk me through getting rid of this trauma and the after effects of trauma or this life transition that I'm going through or the grief that I'm holding. It doesn't have to make sense to you. That's the big thing. It doesn't have to make sense to a client. They just have to know 
I'm hearing something and feeling the nudge in my soul that I need to go do this. So hope some of our listeners will do that today. Thank you to Hope Through Horses for sponsoring this podcast. They do pay part of our bills and we're very grateful on that. Hope Through Horses is a 501c3 nonprofit. They live on donation only. So please check them out. Make a donation if you can. They do a lot to keep our work out in the world on behalf of horses and humans alike. Vani, any last words you want to say to people listening? And also, would you give your email out so they can reach you? Yeah, my email address is viasinvictor, O-N as in Nancy, I-E, at V-O-N-I-E-K-A-L-I-C-H.com. So it's Vonnie at VonnieKalich.com. Which is her URL for her website. So it's an unusual name. I love the name Vonnie. Viasinvictor, you're right. O-N-I-E, Kalich, K-A-L-I-C-H.com. So that's awesome. What's, what's the final thing you would want to say to listeners of all kinds that are listening to this podcast today? Well, I think one thing that I would like to say is just to know that if you when and if you do reach out to one of us as a practitioner for the equine gestalt coaching, that what you bring to the session stays at the session. You will always have, unless you are willing to share through social media or any other avenue, that peace of mind to know that nobody else is going to know about what took place for you. It's all yours to hold with you and let go of there at the barn and not worry about anybody else knowing about it. So awesome. awesome. Yeah. It's a sacred session. Yes. Sacred. sacred. Yeah. I like that word sacred session. And so my love to Cody, he is such a good partner for you. And I know that Royal watches over everything that you do and thank you for being on with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate yeah. it very much. Thank you for listening to the Touched by a Horse podcast. If you'd like more information about anything we've talked about on the show today or our certification program, please visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com. That's touchedbyahorse.com. Or contact our office by phone at 303 303- Four four zero seven one two five. Also, be sure to keep up with us on social media. We're at Touched by a Horse on both Facebook and Instagram. See you around the barn and on the next episode.